Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. What I hope will happen during any type of season four work, and again, imagine that your daughters uh, pull this off correctly, where they get very much in tune with their own season four work. Some of you do your best season four work in the morning. Some of you do your best season four work in the evening. Some of you do it in the middle of the day. Some of you are readers. Some of you are writers. Some of you are hikers and ponderers. There's different versions of it. The key is we want by now for you, unless you're new with this in the last few weeks, we want by now for you to be familiar with what you do that stabilizes and recenters you. And then as you work towards any type of reunification, one of the first things you build into your new lifestyle with sharing a space with somebody is your season four time slots and his season four time slots. I gave the man the assignment last night, um, which they might do today or in six months, somewhere in between there, or maybe never. But I at least invited them to have a conversation with you designed to get familiar with your season four work and helping create a protective shield around your season four work. If you haven't figured yours out yet, it would be important for you to get it on paper, okay? Maybe you're an everyday person, maybe you're a once a week person, okay? Maybe you're two times a week, maybe you're two times a month when it comes to your season four work. So please, and, and you're not required to know it, solidify it, and keep it that way forever. My own season four work has evolved depending on my current life circumstances. When I've got a new baby in the house, um, I have to change my system. When I've got the luxury of a teenager in the house, I've got to, I can change my system again. When I'm single, I had one system. When I was married, I had another system. So you're going to have to make adjustments to it to match your current stewardships, but you still need to know what it is. And then make sure you participate in discovering his season four rituals. Make sure you discover it now. Resist the temptation to be confused by them. Like, well, golfing with my friend Bob twice a week, 18 holes, and then having a drink afterwards, uh, Kool-Aid that is, uh, having a Kool-Aid afterwards is my best rejuvenation activity. And you go, wow, that's awesome. Golfing's never done anything for me like that, but hey, if that's what you do, all right? So make sure you don't disrespect another person's psychological, spiritual rejuvenation system. Just create a protection for it, all right? There's been different times in my life where it's been a whole lot more time-consuming than would be preferred. If you haven't noticed, ladies, some of you are experiencing some season four work that is more than you even want it to be. 
you would prefer to have it be less than what you're doing, but it's necessary. So do the work it takes to protect them, protect those time slots. So what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to create this awareness um, of each other's time slots so that you're not being intrusive upon them. Let me give you an awkward, vulnerable, transparent example from my personal life, because we all love it when Maurice does that, all right? So, which, how far back do I go? I don't know. Somewhere in my mind, I was under the impression that the day-to-day -day lifestyle between a husband and wife was you do your work at the office, you do your work at home, you chase kids around the house until you can duct tape them to their beds, uh, including one over the part just under their nose, okay? And then as they're falling asleep, it's now husband-wife activity time, all right? Well, let's not get into too much detail on that, but as soon as you get the kids to bed, it's time for husbands and wives to spend time together. That is how I had it in my head. After my wife and I had spent some time away from each other and it was time to make efforts at re reunification, she had discovered in our absence that her best season four work, shocker, is right after the kids go to bed. So she would tuck the kids in bed, all right? And I would be one of the, part of the ritual is me doing some of the last ditch efforts like the starting the dishwasher, turning the lights off, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm walking down the hall going, it's gonna be a nice evening. And I look in and she's got notebooks and scriptures and stuff on the bed. And I'm all, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> we have worked all day to have some private time together and this is your idea of a good time. And now, I'm, you guys have uh, observed my amazing skill at being direct in confrontation with women. Um, that's what I do as a therapist. That is not what I do as a husband. As a husband, I do the passive aggressive, moping, whiny, um, yeah. It's like, well, I guess I'll just, you know, go mop the kitchen floor or something like that. It's not that bad, okay? I've matured a little bit since I was younger, but it used to be some version of that. I'm embarrassed to say I did not have a reverence or a respect for her season four work. I could not understand why she couldn't do it while I was at work. Why can't you do it first thing in the morning? Why can't you do it this way? So a common thing that each of us do, I see women doing this with men, I see men doing this with women, where they don't have a proper reverence for the other person's season four rituals. She did her best season four work as the kids went quiet and as the house got quiet, that's when she did her best work. And so it took me like a year to adjust to that, to go, okay, how does that gonna work? Where does that, where do I fit in all that, et cetera, et cetera, a little bit of whininess. But I'll tell you the final product of it is, is when she feels very centered and very clear, her participation in marital activities is nice. We'll just go with nice so we don't get too uh, elaborate on that conversation. Let's just say her mind is present, okay? But if, as you know, if your brain is somewhere else and you're unresolved and you're trying to figure things out in your head, you can't be present with whatever activity is going on. And so I didn't realize I was being very um, insistent on my own rituals, like some of my stuff, my long bike rides are often in a time slot when she has other activities planned or where she was hoping we would be doing something else with the family, et cetera. 
And so a lot of my rituals are inconvenient to her. So I strongly encourage you, if you want your season two to elongate, you build season four rituals into your lifestyle so you don't have to wait for a severe crash to cause you to have elongated season four work. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f- when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.